Welcome to Design in Confidence, hosted by me, Stefano Berucci Sessa. I'm a creative coach, speaker and facilitator, helping people and businesses design innovative experiences together. Design in Confidence is a podcast for designers, innovators, creative leaders, or just anyone who wants to change. In this episode, I will share what I wish I knew on how to mindfully start a new job in a startup. Before you joined, someone made a design decision, and that decision was looking for your role and hiring you. In previous episodes, I explained that everything is designed, but not everything is mindfully designed. So you should ask yourself, how mindfully designed was the decision of hiring me? Investigate what happened before you joined. They probably tried some solutions. Some of them were not good, others were good enough with the resources they have available. Maybe someone else was doing the task that you've been asked to do. In my case, I was a UX designer and some tasks were done by the product manager, others by the developers, others by a design contractor. Then at some point, someone in the startup, formally or informally, consciously or unconsciously thought. This event made I realize that we need someone that can do these things so that we can achieve this outcome. You need to make sure you understand what that event was, what are the things that you need to do, and what is the expected outcome. And these findings will lead you to having and making clear their needs and expectations. A startup doesn't have many expertise and resources, so your role is a solution that it's maybe good enough to solve the problem, the wrong one to solve the problem, or maybe not enough to solve that problem. And it's normal that maybe they got it wrong. So having all the problems and opportunities clear will lead you to either own the problems that you will be able to solve, or accept that some problems are not gonna be solved by you. And as always, I invite you to not look things in a binary way, but as a spectrum, so you can unleash your creativity by looking at multiple solutions. For example, some of them might be solved by you, but differently than the expectations. So in a different time or with a different process, with a different budget, or they might not be solved by you, but anyway, you might support somehow. For example, by hiring a contractor or a new employee that will be dedicated to solve those problems. So make sure that you align and manage the expectations of your boss and your team, because maybe they are unrealistic or what is best for them. And that's okay. It's normal. It's not about you, your ability, or the fact that they hired their own person. It's more about the details of your role. They didn't have the time, the knowledge, the expertise to define in detail what your job is gonna be. You do. So it's normal that maybe they're expecting too much or too little. As a subject matter expert, it's your responsibility to define expectations around your role. Do this by investigating not only in the past of the startup, but also in the future. Make sure you understand all the objectives, goals in the short and medium term, both for the startup as a whole and for your role. And that's because everything moves fast and changes quickly in a startup. So accept and prepare for your role to soon change too. And again, because you are the subject matter expert, you need to understand how it needs to change. 
otherwise they will realize that he hasn't changed only when he starts to have negative impact and they will start to need a new person. In a startup you should grow as quickly as your role grows and keep in mind that I said should not must. Startups do scale fast and it's okay if that's too quickly for you, don't feel bad about it, especially if you're a junior and you are the only expert in your field, which means that nobody is there mentoring you and preparing you to grow as quickly as the startup does. But you must accept that sooner or later the startup will scale and someone with a bigger role than yours will be needed. So they either will hire someone that you will manage because you demonstrated that you are outgrown your role, or they will accept that you're not ready yet and hire someone else for that role and that person will manage you. In confidence that happened to me. It was hard to see that I wasn't considered good enough and I suggest you to accept that feeling and stay a little bit longer. I honestly didn't do it because I left also for other reasons. But that would be an amazing opportunity for me because finally I like find the person in my same field was able to help me grow, which is what I was missing before, but also because I could observe what they do and see that some things I wasn't doing them and that was expected, or that I was doing but without demonstrating that to leadership and that's why they didn't think outgrown my role and I was ready for that bigger one. So make sure that you see that as an opportunity to understand why you didn't get that role and understand all the areas of improvement that you have in front of you. So to recap on this point, make sure that understanding why you're needed is a priority in your first weeks or months, because that's gonna allow you to build a trusted relationship with your boss and team aligning what expected and feasible from you. Then because at some point they will evaluate whether creating that role and hiring you was the right decision. Awareness and control of expectations makes you able to inform their decisions. But also understanding why you are needed makes you aware and in control of why you are not good enough and why you are more than good enough. Let's look at these two in detail. In a startup you need to accept that you are just good enough. Embrace it. They hire you because they have the resources for your role, but they probably need a bigger team or a bigger department but maybe they don't have the resources for it, or they do have them but they're not sure whether investing in it is valuable or how it will work. So see your role as a prototype of what the future team will be, and this means being okay that your role is just good enough to address some of the main problems that need to be addressed. In confidence, I always felt that the startup deserved better, and as soon as I started to discover all the problems that the users had, I felt they deserved much more than I could deliver. Instead of making that crush me, I used that to incentivize me, by accepting that I could deliver just something that was good enough, by prioritizing and focusing on where I could deliver at least some value at first, and at the same time learning a lot about design, design leadership and improving my skills so I could be better in delivering that value quicker and better as soon as possible as well as defining the tasks I was doing where honestly I wasn't good enough 
which meant preparing as soon as possible to delegate those tasks to others in future. So remember that it's okay to be good enough, in life to be honest, but even more in a startup. Because trust me, in a startup everyone is just good enough. Even if they look confident, like Morpheus or Trinity in the metrics. And that's either because they hide the fact that they are just good enough, or they are not aware that they are just good enough, or they own the fact they are just good enough. Which is what I'm suggesting you to do. Every startup has many unknowns and tasks, a limited amount of expertise and resources. And the people that are more aware of this are those that are actually experts. Because experts can see all the problems and all the opportunities that should be addressed. Their creative confidence comes from being aware and in control of how much their role's potential is limited with resources available, and make the best out of it. Mindful design brings you to accept that you are on a journey, so that while you know that you need to be better and to improve, you can also focus on why you're good enough here and now. Because once you accept all the things that you need to improve in the future, you allow yourself to focus in the here and now, where you can discover why you're more than good enough. Yes, there are some things that you go below the startup expectations, there are some things that you are not able to do yet, but there are many things that you are already able to do and that go beyond the startup expectations. As I said, in a startup, everyone is just good enough. Everyone is figuring things out on the way. Anyone is stretching out of their role, being outside of their comfort zone. So failure is something that is more accepted from the other side. This means that youth can take ownership of tasks that don't have a dedicated expert. So go beyond your job title and job description. Yes, you should get paid for what you ask for. But in a startup, consider going extra. First, because you might want to capitalize, whether they gave you option, dividends or shares, or you just see that as an opportunity to capitalize for your own personal branding, because maybe you're gonna do a work that finally you can add to your portfolio and that's gonna be really useful for you. Or you might learn, because you go beyond your comfort zone by doing tasks that you've never done before, but remember to mindfully design your extra work so that you will be aware when your salary and your impact aren't good enough anymore and the startup needs to invest on a pay rise or to add an extra team member. So to wrap up, Temet Noshe, which is Latin for Noi Thyself. That was the sentence that the oracle from the Matrix had in her kitchen and showed to Neo. The oracle tells Neo, being the one is just like being in love. No one needs to tell you you are in love. You just know it. And that's what I suggest you to do. Discover, find out why you're needed. So that you know, but also you let them know why you are the one. Why you are the one that they need. And that's what I suggest you to do. Do your research. So that you know what is needed. You can mindfully design your role and let them know why you are the one, even beyond their expectations. And let me know how it goes. Let me know how you found the confidence to start working in a startup. 
go to designingconfidence.com. It's a pun, there is no G before confidence. There you can see how to contact me and also find links to relevant resources and people I found inspiring from this and other talks. What I talk about here doesn't represent any of my former or current employees, but in some episodes, they deserve at least a thank you. And if you found this inspiring, please leave a review or share this podcast. Tell people why you think this podcast helped your creative confidence. Become someone else's safe space to talk about these topics and to find support in building their creative confidence. Because if you got this far, I'm sure you're a great listener, which I thank you for. And now, it's time for me to shut up so that you can listen to your thoughts after this episode. And remember to thank yourself for the time you spent to learn and grow.